Welcome to the latest episode of a brief series of oral history interviews with the trailblazers and pioneers who are instrumental in establishing the Franklin H. Williams Judicial Commission. Each of the recordings is an excerpt of an interview conducted in preparation for a documentary on Ambassador Williams. In recognition of the 30th anniversary of the commission, the co-chairs, Justices Troy Weber and Shirley Troutman, and Executive Director Mary Lynn Nicholas Brewster, decided to post excerpts that describe the early days and the challenges of the commission. Today we're joined by Justice Rose Sconyers, who eventually became chair of the commission. I'm John Carr, Senior Advisor for Strategic and Technical Communications. I was um, appointed to the commission back in the 80s. Um, Lou Douglas was the chair at that time. Judge Kay was the chief judge. And I received a phone call. I was in city court asking me to serve on the commission. And, of course, I said yes. At that time, I did not know um, pretty much what the commission did. But I was delighted that I was asked to serve on the commission. And I've been on the commission 20-plus years now. Why did you want to serve on the commission? Was, was there a problem you thought needed to be addressed? Well, there's always a problem. There's always a problem in terms of minorities getting opportunities, rather in the court system, in the legal system. So when I realized what the mission of the commission was, I certainly was eager to be a part of it. And certainly being from Buffalo, we had a lot of problems in terms of getting minorities in the pipeline. So I was delighted to be able to bring voice uh, to that particular problem. What were the problems specific to Buffalo? Just that we did not have a lot of uh, minorities in the system, in the court system, and there was not a real recruitment program going on. Uh, if you knew someone, you could tell them about the particular position, but in terms of getting them into the uh, court system was another chore. So I really wanted to be an advocate for minorities and getting them within the court system. Okay. So this report opens a whole bunch of Pandora's boxes, or as Franklin Williams said, uncovered some wounds, and that now it's your job with the commission to... Um, Dress, dress those wounds. So what, what did you do as, in terms of implementing the recommendations of the commission and improving the, the, uh, improving the myriad problems that the report identified? Okay, let me just start in terms of what we did to implement the, uh, the report. When I came on board uh, back in the 1980s, of course, I was the only upstate representative. Um, I would go to all the meetings in New York City and would try to have a voice for upstate. Uh, we took on many, many projects. We did many conferences, seminars, uh, really tried to let the court system know about the commission. That was one of the biggest problems, was getting people to realize that we were in existence. And once they realized that, they came to the commission with their particular problems, their issues, and we would take those on and try to resolve them. What sort of problems did they come to you with? Problems in terms of promotional aspects, uh, problems in terms of uh, trying to get into the court system. Because, you know, we also... Um, try to help people that were not a part of the court system, but were trying to, to get entry into the court system, <coughs> excuse me, in terms of publicizing uh, job announcements, recommending uh, friends to the court system. There were a lot of problems with court stenographers, problems with interpreters. There were a number of problems that we really took on as a commission and tried to resolve. And here again, at this time, I was just a member. I was not the chair. Judge, uh, Douglas uh, suggested that there was um, part of the problem was, I guess, insidious, and that um, maybe almost a, there could be a discriminatory effect without a discriminatory intent. And, and I think I, what, what he meant by that, I think, is that a lot of the hiring went on. People hired managers within the court system. Who did, who did they hire? They hired in their discretionary hiring. They, they hired people they knew, people who recommended to them by people they knew. 
and there was a very, very strong likelihood that that would be white people. So is, is that something you over, that's something you addressed a um, heightened sensitivity to this to this sort of thing? I think we did. I think we did uh, address those problems because it was systemic in terms of people hiring their friends or relatives. Here in Buffalo, we have a system where there are a number of relatives working within a particular court system. So it was insidious throughout the, the entire court system. And, of course, because we don't have a lot of people at the table, then, of course, you cannot get your friends uh, uh, into the pool. So that was the whole purpose of getting more people at the table so they can recommend their friends and also push for them and try to promote them within the system. What have you learned about Franklin Williams, if, if much of anything, in, in the ensuing years or, or while you're working on the commission? The legacy is that we have a commission that now is really proactive in terms of trying to promote minorities, trying to recruit minorities, and certainly keep them within the system. And thanks to the chief judges, the ones that I worked under, Judge Kay and Judge Lippman, they were very, very, very supportive. And I think it you know, starts at the top. The leadership has to set the tone in terms of getting people to kind of try to do the right thing. So I think the legacy is that we have a commission, that we're active, and hopefully the commission will be in existence for many years to come because there's still a need 